0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Breaking news, you guys. This is an emergency edition of the APC Podcast I am Zach Rapport, your humble producer, setting up my equipment here at home because we just had to get, had to get some kind of audio out for you guys. We did our normal show this week yesterday. Check back in your podcast feed for that. We interviewed Ben Fennel. He talked a lot about offense, a lot about defense, things to be optimistic about. Really, really good interview. But we would be remiss if we did not get back on the microphone and address some breaking news here. Hook this. Twitter timeline, this news feed today directly into my veins. I was glued to my phone screen while at work. A lot of breaking news. Aaron Rodgers contract extension, Brett Hundley, you're out of here. Uh Teddy Bridgewater was sent packing. It was a big big day. Um so we wanted to get something out for you guys. So joining me over the uh, electronic magic machine is Alex Patakis. All right Alex, let's start with the blockbuster news the Aaron Rodgers contract extension, four-year extension. So he's locked up for six years. That's through 2023. I believe he will turn 40 during that final season. What are your initial thoughts hearing this news, man?
2: Well, obviously I'm really excited. One, just for my Packers fandom and for all of us to be able to watch Aaron Rodgers pretty much for the foreseeable future. And I guess this kind of, I mean, barring things getting really sour, just Makes you think that there's a good chance that he really could retire a Green Bay Packer, which is something that I think, at least I was kind of skeptical of. Uh, as much as he talked about wanting to, everybody wants to. I think nobody probably saw the day that things would turn the way they did with Brett Favre. Um, so I'm at least hopeful now that uh, that that's not going to happen with with Aaron Rodgers, and also that you know I I really do believe just if he really is going to be able to maintain. Um, One health and two, just like his caliber of play that this also solidifies us for the next like five to six years, just watching really competitive Packers football, which is great because, um, you know, a lot of us in in our generation aren't very used to bad, bad bad football, um, much at all. So that was not uh, fun um, last year. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm just glad that we can uh, kind of postpone that, um, for the, uh, for the time being. Now, um, I guess if if I can ask you a question: Do we know an official number uh, in terms of what happens with the salary cap? Because that that my my other like gut reaction was to figure out what does this do to their cap scenario. Uh, And I've read like a couple of different places, and this is just kind of people calculating on Twitter that it frees up something like fifteen million. Is that? Accurate?
1: No. So let's dispel that okay. rumor right here on the pod. And I'm glad that you brought that up. So, uh, listeners, if you are curious as well, you should definitely head to AcmePackingCompany.com because Tex Western, our fearless uh, corporate overlord, uh, does have an article up, sort of breaking down the cap implications and the and the and what we know about the the contract so far. Um And he does some math here. I won't bore everyone with the details, and he's keeping it updated with, uh, with the latest information. But basically, my understanding, and he will be sure to correct me if I'm wrong on this, is that at least for 2018, the, uh, Aaron Rodgers' cap hit is actually more by a little less than a million dollars.
2: Okay. So a similar scenario, I guess.
1: A similar scenario, but not, not clearing the books for Khalil Mack like has been reported.
2: Right. Yeah. Which was, uh, I think, something that got a lot of people excited. Um, If you could, within the span of, I don't know, a few days or even one week, lock up Aaron Rodgers as your future uh, and then somehow then, you know, be able to kind of like unleash and have this blockbuster deal in place all at once. That would have been that would have been nuts. <laughs> yeah, we
1: were texting about it earlier and I think I said that if, if that happened, I would basically become a living version of the Vince McMahon meme where he's like rocking back in his chair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And also the Packers would probably become like Super Bowl favorites pretty quickly, I would think. Definitely. Just even with just an addition like that.
1: Definitely. Um uh and again all the details haven't been haven't been reported yet but as far as i know um <clears throat> js comments no opt-out language
2: Ooh, all right well that's uh that's uh that's pretty good again <laughs>
1: so someone someone will be sure to correct me if i'm wrong on that but i don't think that's a thing
2: i think yeah
1: uh, i don't know if you saw his uh, his instagram post but it seems like uh he really made it seem and again he's like a pr whiz but really made it seem like uh from the team side and from his side, like both sides had, you know, like total interest in mind the whole time.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, it's really hard to read into any type of message that's sent uh, during negotiations. Cause as we all know, like it's, it's the obvious, it is negotiating. Like in order for Aaron Rodgers to probably get as much as he wants, he needs to create the illusion that there's a chance he might not want to play there forever um, and kind of give us a taste of what that's like. So, yeah, I mean, he seemed super happy uh, in, his, in his post, which I'm glad because um, we're all really <laughs> happy to, to to have him. Really, there's like this is just a win-win and it's kind of just like a whew, you can exhale and just kind of move on to the next thing. And I'm sure if any type of other like big move, uh, even if it's not Khalil Mack, was going to happen like this would have to happen first. So I think starting as a new general manager, like a new regime, uh, and getting this taken care of, like basically enables you to just lay out like your long term plan uh, for whatever he, you know, Gutfeld wants to accomplish over the next however many years. It's
1: interesting that you say that because I'm thinking actually about how, firstly, everyone at this point, and I've been, you know. No, i've been known to do this as well kind of dragging ted thompson a little bit like oh this is so much better this is so refreshing all these moves yada 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 all this stuff is happening but i don't know rewind the tape back to ted thompson's you know first couple first couple months in office and he was he was making splashes too
2: oh without a doubt i mean i i, I think that's kind of unfair to you know, make it seem like he, he he was so resistant to doing anything the entire time. Um, because I mean, one, he you know, the first order of business was finding Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, and if Gutikas's first order of business is keeping Aaron Rodgers, that's great. But like, that that's a spl- like drafting Aaron Rodgers is a huge splash in itself. So you can drag Ted all you want for not doing some of the other things, but like, I think the probably the gutsiest move <laughs> that anyone can make is. Is what he did drafting Aaron Rodgers with his first, uh, with his first ever draft pick,
1: definitely. And and just like Gudikants is doing now, that was sort of like him putting his stamp on the team, saying this is the the plan going forward.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's no, I guess there's no other real like angle to get upset about. I mean, I, I also think it's kind of important to note that what well, he's getting like 80 million before next March, and that just in terms of like trends in the league, um like the new, like highest paid guy is just where it's the highest guaranteed money and that he's getting over a hundred million dollars in guarantees. Like I, I'm sure there's a lot of players that are, you know, pretty up, not upset at the money Aaron Rodgers got, but that they're not a quarterback today because like as much as the NFL sucks for, in terms of like the players association and how they get, kind of get taken advantage of and not getting guaranteed money, like, there's one position where if you're good, like that's going to change and that is changing rapidly. And that's quarterback. I mean, a hundred, like that's insane. (laughs) Yeah. What, what he got in guaranteed money. And we kind of all knew. I think $16 million more, if not more than that than Kirk cousins. Like, I mean, God bless whoever's like next in line to be, get that next extension because, they're probably going to surpass Aaron Rodgers. It's, F- friend it's of the show,
1: Justice Mosqueda, I thought had a had a funny and interesting point on Twitter earlier today when he said that, that this this new this new groundbreaking trend in all this guaranteed money for quarterbacks is definitely going to sink a franchise uh, within the next few years.
2: Oh yeah, I'm just glad it probably isn't going to be the Packers. I mean, it may very well be the Vikings. Yeah, for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I kind of thought it could be. Like I know it's kind of popular to slight Kirk Cousins and when he's on your division rival, it probably becomes even more popular. But um I mean those were eye popping numbers for like at least with Aaron Rodgers, you feel like he's earned it and right. like he's worth it. <laughs> I mean he's he's shown you nothing but greatness the entire time. I thought Justice's other point was kind of funny. Uh, I had the same thought. Um he's I, I saw him tweet something about uh let's talk about how Aaron Rodgers family really fumbled the bag <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: I don't know what his family situation is like now, but uh, I mean, it must be feel pretty good to be taken home over 100 mil guaranteed. You're cut out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Look what you what you guys are missing out on for one reason or another. Yeah, well,
1: I always like the concept of chosen family. So I, I guess we'll close the uh, the Aaron Rodgers talk before we move on with uh, I'll bring a tear to your eye and I'll actually read the post that he that he put on Instagram after signing the contract, his draft pickers up there. Oh man, that soul patch. I can't believe that. (laughs) So gross. But, uh, but he says it's been an amazing ride. The last 13 years, excited to start year 14, knowing that my future is here in green Bay for our 100th season. Uh, I've grown up in this place and grown older and a little wiser along the way. Thank you to our incredible fan base for inspiring us players to be better year after year. Thank you to the Packers organization for standing by me time and time again and giving me the opportunity to lead this football team. And thank you to my teammates along the way, past and present who have impacted my life in so many positive ways, giving me friendships for life. Looking forward to making some more memorable moments this year and for years to come. I got a little dust in my eye, man.
2: (laughs) It was a great collection of pictures on the Instagram post too.
1: Yeah. If you guys don't follow Aaron Rodgers on Instagram, that's, that's a fun one. I'm not, I'm not, a big follower of, of athletes on Instagram, but, but he has fun with it. And I, and I do like his account, but uh, I know we've got a short amount of time here. So let, let us move on to the, the other big news, which was the big story of the day for about 15 minutes uh, (laughs) until this contract news broke, but uh, Brett Hunley uh, gets, gets shipped to Seattle for, I believe a six round pick. Am I right?
2: Yes. a six round draft pick This coming year.
1: How how did, how, 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 how did Gutekunst do that?
2: I don't, I know it's really funny, right? Like I I wanted to get into this and I was going to kind of do it when you asked initial reaction for the Aaron Rodgers contract. But I think as the days go on, I, I just kind of feel better and better about Gutekunst coming in and, and just some of the moves that he's made. Because, um, I mean, obviously, you gave up a first round pick in Demarius Randall to get Deshaun Kaiser, who felt like at the time a wash with Brett Hundley. And it kind of almost feels like now, like the Packers could have very well released Brett Hundley as soon as they landed Deshaun Kaiser. But basically, for Demarius Randall, uh, who they had previously tried to trade, which we learned even when we talked to Ben Fennel about them actually negotiating with the Eagles, right. who they had discussed releasing outright, um, he got the guy that's now going to be the Packers backup quarterback in Deshaun Kaiser. And then when it seemed like, okay, everyone's talking about how are they possibly going to keep three quarterbacks or, you know, and get one on the practice squad, whatever it might be uh, a guy that may very well have been released like this coming Friday or Saturday yeah. um, gets you a six round draft pick, which is like, okay, it's a six round pick, but at least you're still getting value for guys that wouldn't have made a team. And you can say the same about Lindsay Pipkin. So like, in a very short amount of time, like he shored up the quarterback position long-term and they've probably also upgraded uh, to some degree in terms of backup quarterback. And at the very least, like you can kind of pose Deshaun Kaiser as a long-term solution. I don't really think that's going to be the case, especially because Rodgers is just going to be around for, you know, until he's 40 now. But, um, you know, there's still upside with Kaiser and we kind of talked about it uh, on previous podcasts that, you know, in, in some ways like you have to look at Kaiser's draft stock and the fact that he was going to be until until the Browns still sucked last year, like the Browns quarterback of the future. So like I feel good about that. It's kind of a wash and you get a six round pick out of it um for basically two guys that you would have released in Hunley and and Demarius Randall. Um and then he's overhauled the corner position like which I think is a huge deal. And you know we talked to Ben fennell you know, not very long ago um, about how how much more optimism there is about this current crop of corners compared to when they drafted Randall and Rollins so like it's clear that Gutekunst came in was very aware of what doomed them last year which was not having anything behind Rodgers that was actually like you know starting caliber and having a terrible terrible depth and terrible like I guess talent at corner and they've addressed those things rather quickly so like I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's just the Rodgers deal getting done, and we're kind of just excited about that. But I just feel so much better today than like a few weeks ago about the current state of the team with a new regime taking over. Like, I feel very optimistic. I think he deserves some credit. And these aren't like blockbuster moves, but like trading Randall and getting Kaiser, like, still feels like something that Ted Thompson wouldn't do. Yeah. I know that sounds really dumb, but it's it's almost like you could tell like Gudekunz had some ideas. And was like we can get some value for this and that at times where Thompson was very stagnant, at the very least the Packers are like squeezing every, you know, last drop of juice out of the the orange, like to to try to get some type of value, even if it's just additional draft picks kinda, for guys. I, I kind of
1: picture gudekunst waiting in in the wings and like you know that meme of like. The guy with the intense face—he's got like a vein popping out of (laughs) out of his face. Yeah, feel like Gutkin's is waiting in the wings, like, oh, there's stuff we could be doing. It's so easy, and then he finally gets his shot. I don't know. Maybe that's just me.
2: Yeah, totally. And I have no idea what Antonio Morrison is going to be, but like Pipkins would have just been a casualty on cut day, and they're like, you know, you know, like the pack, like maybe I'm having like really bad memory, but I don't feel like Thompson did a lot of stuff like that. It was just like, okay, we'll cut Pipkins and. Oh, Orrin Burks is hurt. Like who's next, you know, next man up. Like it's always, it was always kind of like that, where I feel like when things happen or there's an issue with injuries and depth, like Gutekun so far has like addressed it, you know, not just whoever else exists in that, you know, those, that room already. So I like that.
1: All right, everybody, that is going to do it for an emergency edition of the APC podcast. A lot of things happening in Town. Once again, if you have not already, there was an episode earlier this week with Ben Fennell. I encourage you to check that out. A lot of good information there. He's a wealth of information. Uh, big congrats to him again for signing up over at The Athletic to be a contributor there. We really rely on his film analysis. So, so be sure to, to check out that episode as well. You can find the show on Twitter at the APC Pod. I'm at Zach Rapport. Alex is at Alex Patakis. At Ben Foldy, the whole gang is there on Twitter. The APC Podcast at Gmail.com, and there's still a little bit of time for you guys to enroll in the Listener Pickem League. The APC Podcast Listener Pickem League. Follow us on Twitter again at the APC Pod. We'll exchange some DMs, we'll get your email address, and we will get you signed up for that. So for Alex Patakis, this is Zach Rapport signing off on this emergency edition of the APC Podcast.
2: Skip skipping the beach and not close enough, so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way one. you're dancing, sway into the music, girl, that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose
0: it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. Think you know what to
2: me. You my- With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.
3: Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited.
0: The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box.
3: Oh, what a great audience. Let's stim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right.
1: Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you... And now it's completely dark.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello,
1: I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It seems Smart. It seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know... Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.
0: More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more.